And I cannot wait to hear the message that Tom has today. How about you guys? They've been powerful. The Lord's sending us through a season of, of deliverance and freedom and breaking off strongholds. And I pray that you're applying what Tom's been sharing because it has been good and it's been rich. But it requires you to do something with it, doesn't it? And so I just pray you have ears to hear what the voice of God's going to say through Tom today. I love Pastor Tom, don't you guys? Amen. Bless him, Lord. Mm. Amen. I love you. Yes, I do. Well, well, we are short on time. We may do just 15 minutes of review just to get you all caught up and remembering stuff, you know. Well, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago, I, I reviewed just so we could have, you know, get the, the scriptural foundation for why we're going through what we're going through. Um, we want to be theologically sound, theologically literate. Amen? Yes. You know, everything we do needs to be found in the Word of God. Yes. Um, keeps us from getting weird. Not that you're not weird in and of yourselves. But we don't want to contribute to any weirdness you have. <laughs> so uh, the series is, is, again, it's been me sharing my journey, mine and my wife's journey through uh, when we went on our sabbatical and we went off to restoring a ministry called Restoring the Foundations in um, Hendersonville, North Carolina. And... Um, so I've basically just, again, been talking through the healing that we went through, and I'm just bringing it here so you guys can be able to apply um, to your own lives that which we went through ourselves. Um, it was such a blessing to us um, to be able to get away and not worry about kids and not worry about work and not worry about dirty dishes and all that kind of stuff and just get our hearts, you know, healed and, and cleansed. And um, whether you like it or not, when you go through this world, it's run by sin. It's just the way it is. It's a broken place. Um, where we go, we can bring the kingdom and reverse that. But while we're out there getting the kingdom advanced, we get slimed from time to time. Uh, you know, it's just the way it is. You can't drive down the road without seeing things you shouldn't see. You can't flip through a TV without seeing things you shouldn't see. You can't go to the store and not hear things you shouldn't hear and think things you shouldn't think. So we get slimed and we get stuff in and on us um, that's not of the kingdom. It's not... It's not the stuff that the pure spirit of God that lives within you is made of. You pick that up from something the world gave you. And they have nothing to offer you that's good. And so we have to, we have to tend to our souls. We have to tend to our wills, our minds, our emotions. We have to tend to it. We can't just cruise control through life. Amen. 
The law of atrophy says things are always going downhill. And because your soul, that part of you that animates who you are, is in atrophy, it's being slimed. And you've got to renew that part of who you are over and over and over and over. I mean, if you, I, you know, it, it, it pains me, it aches me so much when I watch people come to the Lord and they get saved. And I love that part. That doesn't ache me. That, that rejoices me. But we don't surround some of these people. And we don't, we don't kind of come along them and say, hey, let me help you now. The hard part's not over yet. Walking forward and saying, I accept Jesus, that's the easy part. You just had to agree to it. Jesus did all the saving. Now is the time to renew your thinking, to renew your lifestyle, to give up old habits and take up new ones. And over and over and over, we see people who come to the Lord. And over and over and over, we see in a month, where are they? Where were you? Where was I? Helping them renew their life. It has to happen or it doesn't stick. And so it's so important that we take serious these times, especially when we're in a, ser- a, a, a season of emphasis of these things. When God's emphasizing to us, hey, take care of your soul. Look inside. Get some healing. Deal with your stuff. Deal with your things. It's important that we go, yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. And so, so I've been sharing on that, and I've been talking about how do we go through a, a process, and I'm a guy who loves systems and, 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 and patterns and organization and all that stuff, and so I love just going from A to Z. You know, I realize some of you like to go, well, for me, the alphabet's KY25 in green, ABZYX. Because I just, that's the way I am. Okay, good for you. But I'm up here teaching, so (laughs) we're doing it my way right now. But the first area that I talked about, does everybody remember what that was? What were we dealing with? Generational sins and curses. Generational sins and curses. There are things that got passed down to you because there were sins that your parents, grandparents, great-grandparents, who knows, never repented of, and it came down the the bloodline, and it showed up on your doorstep, right? What's our scripture that we point to that we go, look, it's here? Exodus chapter 20, verse Five. <laughs> Say it with me. Exodus 20, verse 5. There's where you're going to see that the sins of the fathers are passed down. They're visited to the children's children, three and fourth generations. What was it in the New Testament? Anyone remember? Second Timothy. What? One, verse five. 
And it was Paul bragging on Timothy, talking about brother, son, really spiritual son, Timothy. There's something in you, but it didn't start with you. It started with your grandma, Eunice, and it came down to mom, Lois, and now it's in you. It's good stuff, right? Things get passed down, and we receive the blessings, and we chuck the sins and curses. Now, you're not guilty of mom and dad's sin until you sin the way mom and dad sin. Right? If there's a, 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 a history of adultery in your family... That sin got passed down and it's now putting pressure on you if no one repents of it. No one says, God, I plead the blood against this thing. I curse this thing and I cut it off in the name of Jesus. It's putting pressure. You're not guilty unless that pressure gets you to open a door. And now you own it. So we've got to deal with the stuff that's putting pressure on us from our family line. Hell, my family, we're just angry people. Well, that's a curse. That's a curse. Well, we just like to keep to our own and we just, you know, we don't ever really reach out and have friends. That's a curse. Well, none of us finished high school. My dad didn't do high school. My mom barely made it out. Grandpa quit when he was eight. Because <laughs> he had to go work. <laughs> you know? So why should, I, why should I finish? I didn't finish either. That's a curse. It's being passed down. Until someone says, enough, I repent, I break this thing no more. You may not touch my kids, in Jesus' name. And I'll tell you that even now, you know, as soon as those kids are born, guess what? That thing did get passed if you didn't. And it will put pressure on them. So I encourage you now, moms and dads, gather your children. If they're still at the home, if they're still young, like mine are, we walked. Um, my my uh, third son, Alexander, came to us. He shared um, he was having some nightmares. And they were kind of consistent. We were like, oh, dang it. Now, we'd, we already, Michelle and I kind of, we always kind of felt like there was probably something, maybe a spirit of fear on him. Because he was always, he's always afraid to do anything. He's <laughs> just always, you know, I don't want to do this, don't want to do that. Um, and so, I've had a spirit of fear in my life. Haven't always dealt with it the right way. And I'm sure I've passed that thing on to all my kids. But, something happened in his life. That helped open the door for him to receive it. And it was silly to me. But it wasn't to him. And so, it was, and so what I felt like the Lord revealed to me 
we used to play in the living room and I'd wrestle with the boys and get down, you know, dad, son stuff, all, you know, the typical stuff. And, and, and I just, I love to pick them up and swing them around and all kinds of stuff and toss them onto the couch. And, you know, they just loved it. But Alexander didn't. So I go, we're playing, we're wrestling, and I grab him by his ankles and I lift him upside down and I swing him. And when I lifted him up, this was not a <laughs> scared kind of fun, I'm having fun laugh. There was a shriek. And he went for my legs, but I went ahead and tossed him because I'm still having fun. And something snapped. But I didn't really pick up on it. Kind of did. I thought, eh, I need to tough you up a little bit. You're a boy. We're going to work through this. Come on. So another time, another time, you know, a couple other times, I'm sure I picked him up and grabbed him by his legs. And, you know, the others, they loved it. They just thought it was just the best thing. But something snapped. So now... I'm having nightmares every night. I'm not sleeping well, blah, blah, blah. And so I, the Lord shows me something opened a door, that traumatic experience where you got scared and you need to close that door. So we pulled him into our bedroom, Michelle and I, and I said, you know, you've been having nightmares? Yeah, okay, well, and he's even had a prophetic word. One time we brought him, I don't remember where we were, and someone, I think it was Bill Dickerson maybe, was it Bill, prophesied about how, you know, whenever you get scared, I see the Lord saying there's angels that's going to protect you, you know. And that was a word from the Lord to touch his little heart, to know how to, to process fear. Well, he's still a little guy and he's not processing it so well. And I, so we, I tell him that, I remind him, hey, remember that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I said, okay, but listen, here's something else. Remember when dad used to pick you up by your legs and swing you around? Yeah. I said, that scared you, didn't it? Yeah. I said, you never liked it, did you? No. I said, it scared you real bad, didn't it? Yeah. I said, okay, well, mommy and I want to pray with you, but you're going to have to forgive daddy, and I want to repent to you. I am so sorry that I scared you and that I hurt your heart. Will you forgive daddy? Yeah. I mean, you know, kids are just like, well, yeah, of course. <laughs> You're my dad. I love you. I said, okay. I said, well, Mommy and I, we're going to walk you through some prayers. And, and so we just walked him through the stuff that I've been walking you through. Forgive your ancestors. Forgive Mommy because Mommy's got fear on her side. Daddy, Grandma and Grandpa Preble, Grandma and Grandpa. And we walked him through that whole process. And, and then we got to the thing that we haven't, I haven't talked about, which was I was going to talk about today, demonic oppression. We walked him through that as well. And we just renounced and cast out that stuff. And, we just, and then I asked him, I said, well, what are some things that the Lord you know, shows you that's a blessing instead of the fear? And, and he, he just he didn't really have anything. He kind of mentioned one little thing. And I said, okay, well, good. I said, but God already gave you a prophetic word. So that's also the blessing that God gave you to replace this fear. And I said, so we, we finished that night, walked him through that. 
And he has not had a single nightmare. Not one time. And I keep asking him, got any more nightmares? Got any more nightmares? No, no. He's like, he's, he's tired of me asking. It's like, this works, Dad. Get over it, okay? I know, I know it works. Help my unbelief, but it works, you know. Just checking. Want to make sure that we're sticking with this. But it works. And there's, so, so your children have already got stuff passed on, and if there's already little opportunities where they're manifesting stuff that you don't like, walk them through what I've walked you through. Pull them in, walk them through forgiving you, your spouse, their baby daddy, their baby mama, whatever your situation is, grandmas and grandparents and aunts and uncles, whoever, walk them through that stuff so that they don't have to grow up to be an adult. A scare, scared of the world. So generational curses, right? We all got them. We all got to deal with them. Second area was what? Ungodly beliefs. Lies. And our scripture that we need to deal with that stuff was what? Romans 12, 2. Therefore, be renewed in your thinking with the washing of God's word so that you know what his goodwill is. God wants our lies that we live our life by dealt with and out of our hearts. Every one of us, I have a lies. I have lies upon lies that I live by that, that, that says people don't care enough to turn their phones off. I'm dealing with that lie. I promise I am. So, but we got to deal with those ungodly beliefs. We got to replace our lies that we based our life on. Everything you do sometimes is built off of a lie. We've got to process and get those things out and then get the truth. God, what do you say? What is your truth about this lie that I live my life by? And then the third area, which we talked about last week, I believe, was what? Soul hurts. Spirit and soul hurts. Traumatic stuff. And remember the scripture that we used for that one. It's an old one, also in the new, but we looked at the old one. Isaiah 61, verse 1. Jesus came to heal the brokenhearted. The junk, the trauma, the hurt, the pain, the suffering that you've gone through creates a broken heart. And we may not act like we're weak or soft or scared or hurt. We may develop all kinds of attitudes and behaviors to mask that I'm still a hurt little boy that I'm still wounded over what my dad did to me when I was six. But those hurts are there, and we've got to get rid of them because Jesus came to heal your broken heart. That was his mission. And I know many of you are doing this. 
I can hear about it. You're calling my wife and blowing her up. That's okay. She just doesn't have enough time for everyone, but we'll get to it. But it's good. I'm proud of how many of you are taking this to heart, taking this seriously, and going through it. But the journey's not over with those three areas. And if next week we get to it, and I hope if not, we don't, whatever. But we're going to talk about the fourth thing you've got to deal with in your life, and that's the demonic. Demons. They're real, and they hate you. And they are working against you right now. It's probably appropriate that we're at the time of year where we have this high holiday that celebrates the spirit of fear. Hey, I, you know, I'm going to get on my soapbox right now. Okay? Where's my soapbox? All right, so we don't do Halloween. All right? And all of you who do, it's okay if you feel bad right now. I'm all right with that. Because I still love you. Because you're still saved and you still love God and you're still Christ follower. But here's why I don't. And I know there's lots of reasons and there's lots of history. And I know the history. I know the Druids. I know what jack-o'-lanterns are. I know where bonfire came and it's a bone fire. I get where trick-or-treat. I know all of that. And all of that by itself is enough for me. But here's the easy, simple, straight, shoot you between the eyes. I hope you don't die from it, but I will hit you. Is because this is a holiday that celebrates a spirit of fear. That's it. And so anything that celebrates something that doesn't come from heaven, I just don't do. That's my deal. I hope it's yours one day, maybe or maybe not. Whatever. I'll love you. You can still go to heaven and dress your kids up like Pokemon or whatever's hot this season. I don't know. I know it's not Pokemon, but it's the first word that came to my head. I used to, when I was a kid, I did some Halloweening. I did some trick-or-treating until my mom discovered the truth behind it. And we quit doing it. And we've never done it with our kids. And and that's why. Because even though we can have fun and it's just ha-ha-ha and it's the neighborhood and I get all that, but the holiday itself is still celebrating a spirit of fear. And if you want to know maybe why else your kids are having nightmares, it's because they're watching maybe some movies they shouldn't watch. Or you're watching some movies you shouldn't watch. So I've meddled. I've preached at you. I did all the no, no, no pastor things. So now church is over. If you got a problem, I don't care. (laughs) Feel free to call Eric. He loves to talk with people and their issues of why they want to celebrate Halloween and it's sinful to do so. That's that's his deal, not mine. I'm just the messenger. You can try, but I survive. Because I got nine lives. I'm on a rhyming. Have you guys got anything I heard? Because I've just watched (laughs) We're coming to knock on my door. Come on. Hi. Hello, Satan. Does he live here? Hello, Satan. Come to my house. 
spirit of fear, come to my house. I would like you to come sing, hang out with me. Enough. Enough of that. Enough. All right. So God did some good things. There's a good review. It's 12.07. Let's stand up. We'll pray. And you go and enjoy your day. Okay? So, Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you for the blessing of your presence today. We thank you, thank you, thank you for salvation. We thank you, thank you for deliverance, for healing, for the captives being set free, for broken hearts being mended, for generational curses being broken, for God, the kingdom of heaven advancing this day in the lives of your people. So we bless this day, the Lord's day. We call it holy. We call it good. And we thank you for all that you're doing, God. And we just pray that you continue to go with us. As we go back to the mission field and we keep Jesus on, we keep our love on, we keep the anointing on, we keep the glory on, we keep the power on, God, to change a broken world that needs it desperately. So we bless you today, Father, and we give you praise in Jesus' name. Everybody says amen. amen. Have a great day.